What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with an amazing guest. He was a Navy SEAL. Well, get this. While working 60 to 80 hour weeks training people at BUDS, which is the, the training school for Navy SEALs, he built a side hustle business. That side hustle business became so big that he was able to leave the Navy early before retirement and build a seven-figure business. He's been mentored by some of the biggest names, people like Ed Milet, Bob Proctor, Grant Cardone, you name it. We had an amazing conversation. Welcome to the show, Brandon Thornhill. Welcome to the show today, Brandon. How are you doing? Doing great, man. How are you? Good. I, I understand you are uh, in the free state of Texas. I'm, I'm in the free state of Florida. So we got two, two free state people today uh, talking about life and real estate and, and other great things. Yeah, man. Moved out here from Arizona just a short time ago. I had to, had to get away from the, the, you know, the dry heat and come to the humid heat, you know? Is it, so that's, it's not geographically, they're, they're, they're close. I know that obviously Texas is a big state, but is, is yeah. it that dramatic of a difference between the, the humidity? It is. It actually is, man. Yeah. I mean, when you look at Texas, it's going to be pretty similar to Florida. I mean, Florida is going to be a little bit worse, but um, obviously West Coast, very dry heat over here. It's very humid, very wet. Well, uh, real briefly, just tell the audience today uh, what led to, to Arizona and then to Texas, like, like, you know, what was your life journey up to, to that point? If you can give us a quick synopsis. Yeah. So, um, you know, back in, I was a Navy SEAL for 14 years and back in 2015, I was in the military at that point for right around 11 years and I was putting students through hell week. So I was very busy, found myself living paycheck to paycheck. So, so hell week is you were, you were like the, the, the instructor, instructor. At, at buds, yeah, but making making uh, Navy SEALs lives or, or potential Navy SEALs, I guess, lives uh, miserable for a week, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just just put them through the selection process, trying to put pressure on them. And I mean, obviously, the process is the process, right? It's gonna it's gonna do its job. We're just there to really just put a little bit of extra pressure on them and and see how they can handle it. But um, but yeah, so I was doing that, man, and and I was an E six in the military. And found myself at that time living paycheck to paycheck. So I started searching for new ways to be able to, to just not have to struggle, not have to, you know, the military is great, but it, you know, at the same time, you know, they're dictating how much you're worth based off of how long you've been in the military or if you have a degree or don't have a degree, stuff like that. So long story short, I found a guy who was making like six figures a month and I started learning from him. It was all in the online marketing space, e-commerce space. And, you know, my mentors always told me that if you do what they do, you'll have what they have. So long story short, man, I was working anywhere from 60, 80 to hundred hours a week, started working with him on the side, started doing really well with it. I was able to, to literally, you know, four X my full-time military income part-time through the system. And um, so I decided to get out after like two years and just go full-time with it. So we moved out to Salt Lake city for about a year and a half. 
because that's where a lot of my team was at. And my wife and I just loved it out there. And then we moved down to Phoenix for a year during the whole, you know, COVID just disaster time frame. I guess I just got bored. And then now we just moved out to Fort Worth. It's not like we have to be here. We're just kind of, we get bored and we just want to bounce. So you were, you were doing wholesaling, right? That's how you started off? No. So I was actually yeah. in, the net, in the network marketing space. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And you were, you were doing that on the side initially while you're out at uh, Coronado, right? Training yep. seals. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of time to really get, I mean, I could have gotten into the wholesaling space, you know, I mean, that just wasn't presented to me back then. I, I got more um, introduced to that when I was in Phoenix and I met Cody Sperber and he's got an incredible, you know, team that runs that. But, um, but as far as the network marketing space, I got introduced to that back in 2015. That's, that was my primary vehicle, the cash cow that I focus on. Was it, was it hard to do that while, while you were, you know, working at Buds, which I'm sure is, you know, training Navy SEALs, which I'm sure is one of the most intense jobs in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, what's the definition of hard, I guess, you know, it's like everybody's working hard. I was working hard already, but I was also you know, struggling. So I just, I got tired of my current situation. So, you know, anytime that I had off, instead of going and wasting my time at the bar, like, like I had used to, or wasting my time doing other things, you know, I just, I learned pretty early that you're either investing your time or spending your time. And I got tired of spending my time doing things that wasn't going to give me a return on investment later on. So I started investing my time into building my business so that I could create the extra cash flow that would create me the residual income to be able to go out there and live life on my terms. So I was very motivated with it. So yeah, I guess you could say it was, it was challenging, but it was worth it. You know what I mean? How long, how long did it take once you started to where you, you start to either see some success or you knew that this was going to really work out? Uh, pretty quickly. I'd seen one of my friends who was having success in it. And I was like, man, this guy has no business being in business, but he's over here doing well. <laughs> so I was pretty hopeful um and you know i within six months i'd matched my full-time income doing it within a year i doubled it within two and a half years i quadrupled it so that's when i was like man what could i do with this if i actually focused all my time on it and so um and then in the process of the, over the past couple of years man we've helped over close to 100 people making extra six figures quite a few people making extra seven figures what what was it like being in the navy and, yeah. and then, but then having this side job that's making two to four times what, what the Navy was paying you. Well, it must have yeah. been kind of a weird, exhilarating, confused feeling because it's, it's kind of like the opposite of, of everything. I, I mean, I, I, I feel from my experience, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta check the boxes in the military, you, you gotta pass the, the, the test and the standards, but like you kind of hinted at earlier, you, you get paid based on the time you've been there. So what was that dynamic like? Cause you were, you were living like two wildly different like economic systems at the same time. Yeah. I think I did the math. I think you'd have to be a general to literally make the money that I was making, <laughs> which is just insane. But uh, you know, and it just shows you, and I'm not bashing the military. I'm just, it's, it was great. Um, but you know, I'd say that it was great at first, you know, being in the, in the network marketing space, there's a lot of misperceptions that go on about the industry. So some negativity. So being in a platoon, it was quite interesting to see the dynamics of the people that were telling me that it wasn't going to work. And, you know, nobody makes money in those things. And, you know, I just didn't listen to them, man. I mean, it's just like real estate, you're going to get what you put into it, you know, and, and, 
And, you know, if you're not, if you're not trying, and in fact, you know, when you look at the statistics of people who actually go out in real estate and they want to get their license, for example, there's going to be a massive amount of people because everybody's a real estate agent out in San Diego, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been out there, but you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've gone to some real estate conferences out there. So yeah. It's like, you're hanging out a coffee shop. You're like, what do you do? Well, I'm in real estate. Well, have you made a sale? And then, then there's, that's a different conversation, mm. right? So a lot of them, quiet. Yeah, a lot of. Well, I got a lead yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people they'll they'll try to get their license and fail the test, or they'll finally get through the test and they don't even make a sale. So everything you do in life, obviously, there's gonna you're gonna get what you put into it, and so you know the dynamics of it were great. Uh, once I started making money and was able to to start proving to people that it was actually working, it was a lot better than when when I wasn't. <laughs> but uh, mm. but yeah, I, I had a little bit of a senioritis. I think probably about eight to nine months in because here I am still working up, you know, almost a hundred hours a week sometimes. And I'm, you know, having to show up and I'm making literally four times the amount of money I was making part-time within, you know, that two year period. So it just, I think I started to get kind of tired of it, of the politics, you know, cause then money, money is not everything, but it does give you, it gives you choices. You know what I mean? Right. Were, were people surprised when, you know, you, you put in for separation or, or, or to get out. Cause you were yeah. fairly close to, you know, most people, if they get to 10 years, they're, they're going to go to 20 to get that, that retirement pension, which is, yeah, I think it's like half, half the base salary, you know, for, for life. So, so it is, it is. And it's, it's pretty, so it seems like you got out when you were like five to six years away from that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty interesting. The conversations I had, you know, most people are sincere in life, right? Like they right. sincerely care, but just like the saying goes, man, a lot of times they're sincerely wrong and their, their opinions and their advice. And, you know, I learned pretty early on, don't take opinions of people. Don't take the opinions of people like their, like their, um, their opinions, unless they have the results that you're looking for. And a lot of the people that were giving me their opinions, just, they didn't have the results that I wanted as far as the lifestyle and the financial freedom aspect of it. Um, not that they didn't care, not that they weren't great people. I just, I wanted to find the right people to listen to. And so some of them were telling me, Hey, don't do it. Like, dude, you're fi- you're six years out. Like, are you going to, cause I got out at 14 years and you can retire at 20. But what they didn't understand is, that, you know, they don't have a, a lot of them didn't have a money mindset. They didn't understand it. Like the residual income that I was able to create literally in six months, my first six months over here, let alone the two and a half year mark when I decided to get out. I mean, it, that's the same residual income that would have took me over, 20 some years to be able to do and i was able to do it in six months residual you know what i mean the cash flow that's coming from that That, that's astonishing um because all we're doing dan is we have a book of business that continues to pay me right so it's the customers who order every single month they take the product every month reorder reorder it every month and um and that continues to pay me i'm just building a book of business what do you think was the the key or, or the keys to your success when a lot of people that try this or anything, you know, it doesn't work out. Like why, why do you think it, it worked yeah. for you? What was the secret sauce? You know, I love, I love the name of your podcast, your hyper fast agent, right? So my mindset when I first got started was I had a mentor that I wanted to produce to get his attention. And so I started producing to get his attention. When I did that, I said, okay, what can I do? It took him five years to get to where he is. So I'm trying to move hyper faster. How can I take what took him five years and do that in 
you know, a year, two years, two and a half years, whatever it is. I want to be able to condense that timeline instead of taking me 40 years to do it in the civilian world. I want to do it in two years. And so literally I just, I didn't toe dip. Hold that thought for a second. Do you struggle with how to scale your real estate business without trading your most valuable asset, your time for money? If so, Carrie and I want to help you. Since March of 2020, we have doubled our sales and tripled our profit. And we want to help you grow your real estate business in a smart way at the Hyperfast Summit in Boca Raton, Florida on February 1st and 2nd. 2022. We're bringing together top real estate leaders to help agents from all over the world. Go to hfasummit.com for tickets. Again, that's hfasummit.com for tickets. Whereas a lot of people toe dip, a lot of people will make excuses as to, you know, the, the things that they can't do based off of their current situation. Um, I just, I made sacrifices, man. I, I, I stopped doing things on the weekend, like I was telling you earlier, and I started focusing on building my skills because I knew that if I wanted to become more valuable to the marketplace and get paid more, then I, my skills needed to be uh, right there with it, right? As the saying goes, be, do, have. So I had to become the person that deserved deserve the level of success that I want in my life. I knew that I could go out there and do it just through hard work, but most people think you can just have it without becoming. Success isn't something you could just go chase. It's something you attract by the person you become in the process. So as I started becoming that person, um, I knew that, you know, the success would follow. So I focused on growth. I focused on going all in. I focused on, you know, not uh, just, just having a very strong white, you know, red hot burning desire of what I wanted. And, um, and I didn't let anything get in my way, man. I just, I, I just stayed dialed in. What was it like when, when you did separate or uh, went on terminal leave or separation leave? And then now all of a sudden, you get that 60 or 80 hours or however many it was like a week back. Like, like how did, how did that change your business life, everything? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting at first it is a challenge because you're only boss in real estate. You're only boss in network marketing and business is your calendar. (laughs) You got to keep that thing full, right? You can determine based off of how much money somebody is going to be able to make based off of what their calendar is looking like on how many income producing activities that they're doing every day, uh, really in any industry, right? Numbers are going to tell you. And so, you know, when I first got out, it was very easy for me with no accountability uh, to, to kind of, you know, not do what I was supposed to be doing hundred percent of the time, but it took me about six months, man, to get it dialed back in. And after that six months, I was, I was right back on where I needed to be. But it took, me, it took me a solid six months to get when I had that freedom with nobody breathing down my neck. Did you take right. a, a dip during that time or, or your growth slowed you know, out of the business? Or, you know, or? luckily not. I didn't take a yeah. dip, but I did. I did it did uh, f- like flatten a little bit. Sure. So, you know, naturally, right? Like the speed of the team is the speed of the leader. And so if your foot's not on the gas and your leaders will start to step back a little bit as well, but luckily I had some really good leaders in place. And so, um, no, I, it just, it didn't, it didn't keep the momentum that I had, but it, it just flatlined a little bit. At, at what point in this, cause a lot, a lot of real estate agents, I think could benefit from talking a little bit about, you know, growing the business from beyond yourself, right? A lot of real estate agents start off, they do amazing two, three deals, four deals a month, depending on their market, you know, that that's enough to make to net like 250 a year. A lot of them, though, stay there and nothing, nothing wrong with that um, 
from like an ethics or moral standpoint, but yeah, you know, from a business standpoint, you don't at that point you don't own a, a business, you own a job, you're self-employed, right? right? It's still better, I think, than most jobs. Um, but they they get they get stuck there, they don't hire, they don't they don't grow, so they never really transfer from self-employed to business owner. Uh, what point, you know, did you start making that transition, and and what were the keys in in doing so? I mean, that's a great point, Dan. You know, it, I think a lot of people, you know, when they, like you said, a lot of people don't understand that they're working. They don't even know that they're working a job, by the way, even though they're business owners, because some business owners are still working a job because they haven't put systems in place that are going to continue to move the business forward with or without them. And I think that's where some people like, um, you know, Jeff Bezos or these different owners who hire people better than them. Uh, can come in and understand how if you have people out there who are working and duplicating on a massive scale, man, then you're going to be able to have the time freedom to be able to do what you want when you want. You don't have to necessarily sit here and worry about working, you know, inside of your business all the time. You can be more focused on the up and out and be able to take that vacation and go, you know, spend time with your family uh, and, and not just be, you know, grinding it out 10 to 15 years like Gary Vee talks about all the time. There's ways where you can look Everything I do, man, and from the beginning, I was looking at how can I put a system in place that would automate this? How can I put a system in place here to where somebody else can do this and I can teach them to take this over to where I can have more time to focus on driving another line of business or doing something else. So over here in our business, it's more about leadership. The more leaders I have produced, the more they can go out and duplicate that model because then they can go out and produce leaders who can produce leaders, which if you know in, in the in the real estate game it's going to be pretty similar right you know it's just about creating those systems in place that are going to continue to work with or without you what do you look for when when you hire people so i don't so for us we don't hire we recruit like when you look at the difference between hire and you know this but the difference between hiring and recruiting some of your followers might not um when you're recruiting you're recruiting for talent you're recruiting people who have the right mindset you know like every professional organization is out actively recruiting people who they know is going to be able to fill this spot. Well, hiring is just bringing anybody on board who might be able to fulfill that position. So I'm actively recruiting um, people who have the right mindset, people who, you know, want to be able to get out there and, you know, empower other people who, you know, I'm in the health space. So people who want to get out there and help people with their health, um, so I'm actively recruiting people who have the right mindset. I call it wit, work ethic, hunger, you know, influence and passion. You know, they need those four things. If, if I'm going to be somebody that's going to focus on them because, you know, I can't want success more for them than they want it for themselves. So if they're willing to actually fight for it, I can mentor them every day of the week and get them to where they want to go. What are some of the ways you find out if they have those characteristics? From the beginning, man, like if I, if I set up a meeting and they're sitting there, you know, pushing the meeting constantly or, you know what I mean? And then, and then on the meeting, you know, what's, what's their, what's their demeanor look like? Like, are they somebody that's takes, takes their themselves serious? Are they somebody that's very casual? Like, what are their goals? Are they very casual goals? Are they hungry for more in life? Like, what's their why? What's their driving force behind what it is that they're doing? Um, so all that stuff, I just take all that stuff into consideration on, on, looking at whether it's not, whether or not it's going to be somebody that's going to be worth my time to actually mentor. And then once I get them started, Dan, like, like, you know, people will tell you every day of the week that they're going to be your next top leader, 
but then you give them one homework assignment and then they don't do it. Mm. So, so if I send them home and I don't tell them I'm giving them a homework assignment, but if I say, Hey man, you know, welcome to the team. Super excited to work with you. Your onboarding process is going to be Tuesday. And it's now, let's just say, I don't know, Friday. And I say, Hey, between now and then I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And they come, they're not prepared. It just tells me that they're not really ready for entrepreneurship. They're not really ready to take their life to the next level. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, you know, we, we recruit a lot of sales agents and people in commission-based roles. And I really think, which by the way, for, for real estate agents out there listening that that shouldn't be your first hire. Um, pretty consistent with that. The, the first hire as a real estate agent you need is, is an admin. But uh, once you do have the systems in place, right? Cause you need the systems in place to, to bring on salespeople, you gotta make sure that they are financially driven, right? I, and, and maybe you have the same thoughts or in, in your industry, your company, like if, if they're not motivated by money and, and there could be a big reason why, right? There's a, there's a lot of times there's a, a why behind that, you know, maybe they, maybe they have a significant other that they want to retire. Maybe they've got kids that they want to get through college or, or debt, or, you know, there could be a number of reasons, which you need to ask the questions to get to that too. But if they're not extremely financially motivated, they're typically not going to put up with the stuff you have to put up with to, to have that success in sales entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, like when I first got started, I used to tell people your why has to be stronger than your excuses as to why you're not going to do it. You know, and um, I'll give an example. I had a woman, she has six kids and she came to me and she said, Brandon, my daughter needs $20,000 for her eye surgery and I don't have the money. And I told her, I said, put your work boots on. I, at that moment, I knew that she had the, the, the strong why to be able to, to get out there and do what it takes to be able to make that happen. So I said, put your work boots on. We're going to make it happen. Four months later, we, we were able to help her pay cash. And now <clears throat> she's just one of my seven figure earners. Do you think the SEALs and, and the, the Navy helped prepare you or for what you're doing now or certain parts of it? I do, man. I mean, you know, the thing about the SEAL teams is like, <clears throat> we have a saying in it, in the absence of leadership lead. Um, and I can go on and on about different ethos that we have in there. But the point of it is, is, you know, we're, we're led, I think, to think outside the box, you know, we're not your typical, uh, you know, force, um, not your typical operator that's just going to just follow the rules. We're very outside the box driven, which can be great, but also can be a bad thing if you take it too far outside the box there. But, um, but yeah, man, I mean, with, with, with the mindset of what it takes to make it through the process, the consistency, the dedication, the sacrifice, the willingness to go through the process. I mean, all of that can transfer over into anything that they're doing. Hey, that's a great thought, but let me get to this question that I just got from one of my followers uh, right to my phone. Uh, by the way, did you know you can text me at 703-215-1684? This is a new thing I've rolled out. I'm letting my listeners and uh, people that subscribe and follow me on social media, connect with me directly to my phone on text message. It's me answering them and, and responding. You can ask me anything about real estate, investing, business, whatever. Just text 703-215-1684 and I will respond to you. So 
if you can go through that process, you can take the same mindset, which some people do have uh, some challenges with that. But if they can take that same mindset and put it into real estate, put it into network marketing, put it in traditional business, it doesn't matter what it is. They don't have to be a SEAL just like you, Dan, like you have that mindset already. And many of your followers already have that mindset. And that's how they're able to get from where they are to where they want to go is by, you know, the whole recipe, not just the one thing. What do you think is most similar about what you do now and your, your prior, your prior life? Most similar? Um, that's a great question. I don't know. I, I'd have to say that maybe, um, you know, with, with my prior life, everything was a competition. Everything was, you know, trying to perform at the highest level, at the highest standard. Um, and so I think over here with what we're doing, it's like, you know, we're constantly trying to push the, push the envelope higher, raise the standard to where we can help more people. So I, I think, you know, it's just, it's very similar in the aspect of the work ethic, the vision of, of, of um, you know, being able to just impact lives. I mean, you know, over there it's, it's, it can be tangible, but sometimes it's not as tangible, but over here it's pretty tangible. You get to see it every day. So that's really nice. How, how was it? Um, you know, I know you met, you met Cody Sperber, a clever investor who he was, he was on our show uh, a few months ago. How, how did meeting him impact your, your money mindset, your you know, financial well-beings? I, I know you've, you've gotten involved in some of the, the stuff he's doing, which is, is you know, he's, he's doing a lot of great stuff. <laughs> Yeah, Cody is, man. I like Cody a lot. You know, he's a prior Navy vet as well. So I really resonated with him. Uh, he's a great marketing guy. Like his marketing mindset is really good. Um, so meeting him, you know, before I'd, before I'd met him, I'd already been mentored by a guy from Dubai who's worth almost a billion dollars. And so I was very fortunate to have a mentor in my life who, you know, was teaching me um, just many different aspects of money and success and things like that. But when I met him, he just brought a whole nother side of it because I, I didn't really understand the real estate game, man. Like, and I still don't understand it like you do. But what I learned most from Cody was that, you know, I could take, because he's a systems guy as well, but I could take, instead of me having to take my, uh, all my time and, and take it out of my sandbox, because this is what happens, man. So many people go on social media and they start taking all their time out of their sandbox because they want to do this. Then they want to do that. Then they want to do that. And they can never really have success in anything because they're dabbling in four or five, six different things. So I wanted to come over here and I learned with Cody that I could literally focus on, you know, one thing, my primary sandbox, drive, drive that, and then work with Cody on the side by leveraging his mindset, by leveraging his skills, by leveraging everything that his knowledge brings to the table. And so it's just, it's been great having that relationship with him because it helps me be able to focus on where I need to go and I can leverage, you know, his expertise. So I guess it's the concept, you know, initially you got to reinvest in your business. Uh, at some point you're going to have an overflow, like just so much, you know, income. If, if you, if you do it well, like you have that there's going to be an overflow and, rather than like take the time and attention away from the, the golden goose, uh, you take that extra cash and, and leverage other smart people's time. That's it, man. You know, I invested with Cody, by the way, like in the beginning with, into his course, 
because I knew that you either you pay for you pay for mentorship, you produce for mentorship, or you serve for mentorship. And I said, man, if I could pay for his mentorship and just get close to him, maybe I could build a relationship with him. And, you know, we're not like super close or anything, but we're, we're close enough to where I, I can text him right now. And if I need something, he, he'll help me. But the point is, is I paid for mentorship so that I could be close with him so that I could, I could have that relationship. Um, and, you know, some of you guys, anybody on this call, you guys can go do the same thing. There's so many different, there's so many different programs or so many different meetups. Like they have the Avengers mastermind, like pay money for that stuff to where you can get out there network meet friends because those are going to be the deals that you're going to do off on the side that are going to be able to, you know, catapult you to a next level that you didn't even know. Most people don't even know that that's happening unless you're actively out there doing it. Well, if, if you don't do that kind of stuff, you're not, you're not going to meet people that are at your level or hopefully, you know, a level or two beyond where you currently are. Right. Because those are the types of events that attract people with that mindset. And you know, maybe you go to a real estate event, but you meet someone who is, is world-class and in, in how to pay less taxes, right? Or yeah, yeah. You, you go to a network marketing thing and you meet a real estate guy, right? You, so you never, you never know who is going to be there, how they're going to impact your life, but you, you just know that paying money to go to those kinds of things get you in the room with like-minded people that will help take you to the next level. Yeah. And I shouldn't even say paying money. I should have said investing money, right? Because technically it's an investment, it's your relationships. So like one of my, one of my mentors told me, he said, Brian, spend 30% of your time with people that you're mentoring, spend the next 30% of the people of your time with people that are peer to peer, and then spend 30% of your time with, you know, or 30 to 40%, whatever with, of, of the time with people that are where you want to be in your life. And so Cody was just one of those guys. I mean, the guy's killing it. He was somebody that I said, okay, if I can invest some time to get close to him to spend some time with him, I was in Phoenix. He was in Phoenix. Um, if I could spend some time to get to the Avengers mastermind where all these people are crushing it or to, you know, hang out with Cole Hatter or just all these different people, right? I can go on and on. I do. I've, I've spent money to, to hang out with Kevin Harrington, who was the original shark on shark team, James Malinchek, uh, Darren Hardy, you know, all these people so that I could have, you know, proximity because proximity is power. Awesome. Well, Brandon, I really appreciate all of the, the motivation and, and, and inspiration and truly an amazing story. Uh, I always like to wrap up with a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers. Let's do it, man. Yeah. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent or new real estate investor? Just go all in. Don't toe dip, man. It, it, you have to go all in. Don't. You're not going to have success if you're not just if, if you're toe dipping, you have to immerse yourself into it, learn the language and move fast. What's a mistake that you commonly see successful people make? Successful people? I'd say, depending on your, what your definition of success is, but I'd say a mistake that I see them make is that sometimes they allow themselves to get outside their sandbox. Stay mm. in your sandbox. What's the biggest challenge you've ever had in business and how did you overcome it or what did you learn from it? Um, biggest challenge I'd say is, you know, sometimes your business is going to be growing. Sometimes there's going to be, there's always going to be ups and downs in your business. And so the question is, is, is what is your mindset when things are going down? 
And are you, are you living in your current results or are you living where you want to be? So there was a time period where my business was, was stagnant, like I was telling you, and I had to make a decision on whether or not am I going to, you know, sit here and, and be a baby and be a victim of my current situation, or am I going to be a victor and, you know, live where I want to go. And so that's when I, I decided to put my work boots on, get back to work, get back in the trenches and things started taking off again. When you're not working on your business, what would we most likely find you doing? Hanging out with my daughter. I got a nine-month-old daughter, man. Remember, time's the most precious asset mm-hmm. that we have. So I spend time with my daughter. All right, last question. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? It's funny you just said that. I literally just sat down with my Swiss uh, bank ma- uh, wealth management guy, and I said, in 10 years, I want to have $50 million in the bank. I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to let that knock me out of the box because I'm not focused on the how I just know what I want. I know what my target is and I'm going to find out a way to get it. Well, we might all have to add a, a zero to those goals. If inflation <laughs> continues on a, its path um, to have the same spending power, at least it seems. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Well, um, I appreciate having you on the show uh, before I sign off. i if people want to get in touch with you, learn more about what you're doing or just connect on social media, what are some of the ways they can do that? Yeah, go to uh, Instagram and my, it's the, it's the Brandon Thornhill. I have, somebody else had my name. So the Brandon Thornhill. And uh, that's the primary means you can go to Facebook, Brandon Thornhill as well. Um, and then I will have a podcast up and running here soon called The Journey to Win. So it's going to be all about what it takes to win. I'm, I'll, be, I'll bring Dan on here and we'll do the reverse and you know, and he'll, um, maybe if you're open to it. Oh, I'd love to be awesome. He can tell you guys what it takes to actually win from, from when he first got started to where he is today. And I want to do that with everybody. I already have some big names of people that are confirmed. So I'm excited to get it up and running. Awesome. I look forward to, to seeing the podcast being on it as well. Thank you so much, Brandon, to all of our listeners and viewers out there. Thank you so much. And Please, 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 if you found value in this episode, which I'm sure you did, because I got a lot of uh, out of it, uh, please share it with someone that you know would benefit from listening or watching on YouTube. I'll see you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.